Hey everybody, it's Ari, and you're listening to Dear Ari the Podcast. This is episode four, which is crazy to me. That means that I've been doing this for one full month, and it does not feel like that at all. Every day still feels like when I was doing a countdown, getting excited for the first episode. So thank you all for listening and for your continuous support. It really helps me and pushes me to keep creating these for everyone and myself. So this week we have a pretty... Pretty um, broad question, but it's very specific at the same time. Don't know if that's possible, but in my head it is. So it basically asks how to build self-confidence. And I picked this question because I think that's something that we all deal with every day and that's something that we're always trying to make sure we have on point is our self-confidence. And um, one way that helped me build my confidence was self-talk. So self-talk to me is that little voice in your head that you always hear. So maybe you do something wrong and you think to yourself, oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. How did I do this? How did I mess this up? Oh, I can't do anything right. Like it's always, it always seems to be super negative. And With me, I realized that the way I was talking to myself was in no way, shape, or form how I would want anyone else to talk to me. So how can I expect other people to build me up and inspire me when I can't even build myself up? So it would start off when I made a mistake. Instead of me, you know, being so hard on myself, I would say, okay, yeah, identifying the fact that I made a mistake, I messed up, everyone messes up. But not only did I mess up, from now, what I have to do is turn that mistake around and accept the fact that I did it and learn from it. And when I got into the habit of saying, okay, yeah, I messed up, but this is how I'm going to improve, and turning a negative into a positive, it really really helped my sense of confidence, definitely. And it helped the way I thought of myself and the way I carried myself because every mistake that I made didn't define me or wasn't crucial to, you know, who I am as a person. It was a mistake. It was an accident. And so I just learned from how I critiqued myself. And it even came in times where, you know, of course, beauty is so popular and so relevant in our society today. I would look in the mirror and I had horrible acne, y'all. My freshman year in college, I had the worst case of cystic acne that I could imagine for myself. Like, I couldn't sleep on my sides. I had to sleep on my back. Like, it was so painful. And not only was it, not only did I feel ugly, but like I said, it was painful. So it was a painful reminder every night that I was not happy with my appearance. And so, um, of course, I tried medications like proactive. Um, I think it was just the water and the stress and the new climate of my school that just was not working out in my favor. So I had this, um, I was inspired by, of course, being Mary Jane, where she had the these sticky notes on her wall, and she would write these goals or positive affirmations or quotes throughout her room and her, her home, and those would inspire her to... to achieve her goals or to just remind herself. They were, they were reminders of anything. So I definitely tried that. And I even remember being in like middle school or high school and looking in the mirror and be like, eh, I don't really like what I see. 
And I have no recollection of who taught me this exercise, but whenever I looked in the mirror and I found something, it would be maybe my lips that day. And I would say, okay, well, when I put Vaseline on, my lips look extra glossy and then they shine and they bring more attention and they're pretty. And I would just tell my everyday, oh no, they're pretty. I like having big lips. My mom has big lips. So then we have that in common. So I look like my mom and I love my mom. You know, just finding little things. And my whole family has big lips. So it wasn't like I was the oddball out and it was like, okay, yeah, like this is fine. This is this is us. <laughs> so finding things that you wouldn't typically like about yourself and, and turning them into a positive, and that's not going to happen overnight. You literally have to start a routine and, and telling yourself and training your mind to believe that you believe this as well. And I'm, I promise you, eventually you will. And this is going to sound so generic and so corny, but I really think that once you start to admire the things that make you different, then you you will have a totally different perspective on what confidence is. If you look like the cookie cutter or if you, you know, maybe you're dealing with a speech impediment and you are you are not confident about speaking and public speaking. One way that you can embrace that is, hey, this is me. I'm, I have a stutter. It is what it is. You're still going to listen. And then you'll have a new aura that surrounds you and that'll just captivate people and people will have so much respect for you and admire you. So you just have to embrace your flaws and, and treat them as though they are your quirky differences that make you the beautiful you that you are. And of course, like I said, they don't all have to be physical. They can be, you know, mental flaws that you have. Unless you're like killing people acting crazy, then you need to self-reflect. But self-confidence is really in your mind and something that you can create and destroy at the same time. So it's all on you. So our next question reads, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I say reads because when I think about it too hard, I can't pronounce the word ass. I don't even know if I said it right now, but our next question reads, would you talk to a guy your friend talked to? So y'all know how I feel about the word or the phrase talking. So I'm going to change it to, would I date a guy my friend dated? And this is kind of an interesting question because I would have said yes two years ago and when I was in high school, but now I don't think I would. But it depends because a lot of people are not my friends and they think that they're my friends. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but some people are very loose with what they consider a friendship. And I call a lot of people my friends, but they really aren't my friends. They're acquaintances. Like we we get along well, we hang out, but we're not friends. We don't know anything about each other other than our social settings would allow. So, you know, if you don't spend time with someone, if you don't hang out with them, if you can't call them whenever just to talk, I don't really feel like that's a friend. So um, it depends on the relationship. If it's awkward, I would have to... I would have to ask myself a few questions before I started dating this person, like how serious was their relationship with my friend? Is it going to be weird if we all hang out together and then he's kind of like in an awkward position because she's mad? Is she mad? Is she going to be mad about this? Um, Is it hidden? If it's something that's secretive and I'm dating someone behind my friend's back, I would not do that because that's that's untrustworthy, it's shysty, it's 
it's just not a good look. And it's not losing a friend over. So if I tell my friend, like, hey, I'm dating this guy that you might know, and how do you feel about it? I would have to take it from there. It depends also if my friend is in a relationship. I do not feel as though my friend has the right to call dibs on men she dated if she has a whole boyfriend. That's unreasonable. Like you stay happy in the relationship that you're in and let me try to live my best life and be happy too. So it, it just really depends on the friend and the circumstances. But I would say for the most part now, today, no, because the guys that my friends have dated usually are serious. And that would just be weird for me to try to go in and be like, oh yeah, I can date them now. Well, you're not dating them anymore. But if you guys just talked, like if you literally were just getting to know each other still and you were talking and nothing, you know, progressed or happened, I would say, yeah, I would still talk to him too. But that's talking like that's such a shallow surface level of a relationship. So, yeah, if, if literally if I'm basing it off what you wrote and I'm just talking, they just talked and I'm now just talking to him. Yeah, I would. And then if I feel like maybe she still has feelings for him, I will let her know like, hey, you know, I know that you guys talked before and maybe something didn't go right, but it's going right with us. So um, how do you feel about that? So I would just communicate to my friend first and take it from there. But like I said, if your friend is already in a relationship, it's kind of like it doesn't matter. I'm doing this to be um, a respectable friend. And so you don't think I'm doing anything behind your back, but your opinion kind of doesn't matter. (laughs) So it just depends. And in certain situations, like it, it's too soon. You cannot go on to the next friend just because you've met them and you like them more. Like you need to tell the person that you're talking to, hey, you know, it's been nice getting to know you and I've enjoyed it, but you need to, like, I'm going to fall back or however you want to word it. And as time goes on, you can start getting to know the friend more. So it's not like immediate. Because then if it's immediate, it's a slap in the face. And even when it's not immediate, eventually the person that you broke it off with to talk to their friend, it's going to, you're going to be the bad guy. There's no way around it unless the person genuinely is like, oh yeah, it just wasn't working and they moved on. But a lot of people aren't like that. So it's just a messy situation and you got to accept your L's. Like I do not suggest homie hopping. It doesn't end well. Um, It just, you are the villain in every scenario and you should just be like, whatever. I The friend that you pick in the beginning is the friend that you got to stick with. That's why you need to go and do extensive background checks. Go to his social media. See, Check the tagged photos. Check his followers. Like I know this seems extreme, but this is just so you can avoid being in a situation where you're like, oh my gosh, I would be perfect with your friend, but I'm stuck with you. So... Just make sure none of his friends are dateable. And if they are, pick the one that you want from the beginning because you cannot change your mind. And I'm telling you that you can't change your mind because I've I've honestly tried before. I remember I was talking to two guys um, and I had no idea that they were friends. And then when I found out they were friends, I was... I was sick. I was like, are you kidding me? So now I have to pick before they hang out and one of them brings my name up and it's all bad. So I decided 
to go with, we're going to call, ooh, nicknames. Okay, we're going to call one of them Ryan, and we're going to call the other Jason. Easy. So I picked Ryan, and I told Jason that, you know, hey, it's not going to work out. Um, I'm actually talking to Ryan, and I didn't know you all were friends, but it, I don't want it to be messy, so I'm just going to go ahead and pick Ryan. And so Jason was pissed and he was like, what? Wait, what? He was so confused. And that was probably, I shouldn't have, I don't know. I I don't know how else I could have handled that situation any better. So then went back to Ryan, didn't tell Ryan about Jason because then if I did that, I feel like I would have burned two bridges. So Jason knows to keep his distance. Like Jason shouldn't bring my name up anymore. And Ryan, I need you to just not... I need you to just lay low for a while around Jason. Like, just chill out. He might start acting a little weird towards you, but just ignore it. I didn't say that, but in my mind, I'm praying that Ryan understands that. So, of course not. Um, Jason starts getting weird, and he's with Ryan every day now. (laughs) And I'm just like, y'all never hung out before. Y'all weren't even close. You didn't even really like Ryan like y'all were y'all were acquaintances but now you have taken it upon yourself to become Ryan's friend Jason why are you playing so don't be fooled like men are just as spiteful and sneaky as women and I realized at that moment that unless they're both mature which they weren't and I was mature which I wasn't it's not gonna work and you're wasting your time so I would just y'all based from experience I just would say no stay away from friends And I'm telling you, and you know what? The sickest part is after Ryan and I didn't work, I went back to Jason. And I was like, okay, Jason, let's work this out. So, and Jason was like, at first he was trying to play hard to get, but then he was like, okay, cool. And I was just like, okay, you know, but that's horrible. Like, that's so bad. So I just, I wouldn't pick friends because it makes you look like a horrible person. And I felt like a bad person. But I was like 19 when all this happened, so it doesn't even matter because I was a child. And after that, I realized, like, okay, you just gotta, you cannot talk to people who claim to be friends. And you can't talk to guys who are shysty enough to become friends or even grow closer with someone that they know you're interested in. Like, who does that? Some people are crazy. So, uh... I don't even know my answer. Hopefully these, this story helped you and I don't even know if you were seeking advice or if you just wanted to know my perspective. Um, so yeah, I've done it before. Wouldn't do it again. Right now, definitely I would say it's a no for me. So you guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up episode four. If you are out here celebrating, it's Thursday night, Thirsty Thursday. Go get you one of those Caprichino... <laughs> Wait, let me see what they're called. Caprinos? Capri Suns. No, they're not Capri Suns. Capriccios. There we go. Capriccio. Go get a Capriccio. Tell me how it is. And we are going to end this episode. Thank you all for listening. Remember that you can write into Dear Airy the podcast at any time. The website is dearairy.com slash dear dash airy. Love, love, love your submissions, so please keep them coming. Bye, guys. I'll see you all on the next episode.